Nun Geis. Me Moron. My own name is Shua. Last week we learned that amazing Torah about Am Yisrael in the world is the Neshama, is like the Neshama that's in the Guf. The Neshama in the Guf. And And the purpose of that relationship between the Nisham and the Gulf is to add something to creation. The Nishama in Shemaim is unable to accomplish certain things without being forced into that relationship with the Gulf. And we learned how in order for Am Yisrael to accomplish what it needs to, we also have to have the Nishamas of the Geirim. I mean, that's what we were talking about last week. The union of, of Geirus and of the Geirim within Klai Yisrael. And in this piece, Rabbi Yaakov continues, Kishem Shahanishama, page Nunbeis, Kishem Shahanishama im Kol Godlo Arta. The same way that we just learned, that despite all of the greatness, the glory, and the splendor of the Neshama, it can't have an Aliyah and a Tesefis without the Guf. Even though it doesn't seem to make that much sense, the same way when the Gemara asks, Rechaim al Tzavar Yasek B'Tayra. When the Gemara asks, what do you expect of a person when the Rebbein Shalom tells a person that he has to get married? And once he's married, he's weighed down, Rechaim al Tzavar, he's weighed down with the wife and with the children and Panasa and all the inyanum of this world. So what do you want him to do? Rechaim al Tzavar Yasek B'Tayra. It's a similar kasha. You want, you want, you insist, Hashem, you insist that the Neshama enter into the Guf. But as a result of that as a result of that imprisonment in the guf, the neshama, the neshama is held back. The neshama's wings are clipped. The same way, you want me to be an Adam Godel, you want me to learn Torah, you want me to, to become great, but at the same time, you told me that I have to, that I have to, you know, be involved in carpool, and I have to, and I have to stay in some office with, with, with and to earn a living. So. The neshama is put into the guf. The tachlis, the tachlis is that there should be an aliyah and there should be a tesefis for the neshama in the guf. The same way that Avakadosh Baruch told us that he wants us to get married and to work and to and to raise a family, that Avakadosh Baruch Hu's plan is that there be a tesefis and aliyah for this person that he was not able to that he was not able to accomplish before that stage of his life. So, Rabbi Yaakov begins this piece on page Nun Beis. The same way the Neshama, with all of its greatness, it cannot have an Aliyah. And there cannot be a Tasefis without the Guf. So too. It is impossible for there to be geula, for there to be redemption, that redemption should be revealed. Mebli emtsos hagolus, without golus. 
So the analogy is the same way the neshama is the is to the guf and am yisrael to the nations of the world. So too the neshama is gula is redemption. But redemption, the gula, must take place in the context of galus. The, sh- the same thing, the neshama and the guf. Only through the guf can the neshama accomplish what it has to. Gula, by itself, there's no such thing as gula. Gula is the neshama. The neshama beguf is the tachlis of creation. And so too, Golus to Gula, exalt to redemption is Kiguf Lenisham. In the same way that a person feels, why do I have to be encumbered with the Guf? Why do I have to be held back by physical life? If all you want me to do is to be attached to you, you want me to be Dovuk to Hashem, why do I have to have the Guf? So why do we have to have Golus? Gula is a state of closeness to Hashem. Gula is the Tachlis. Dveikus Bashem is the Tachlis. So why do we have to have the goof of Golus, the body of Golus? Vafalpi Sheknisa Sanishamalaguf Nachshavis Liyurida Bishvila. And therefore, as far as the Nishama's experience is concerned, there's no question that the descent of the Nishama into the goof, into the body, is a terrible, terrible Yurida. It's considered to be a terrible Yurida. The same way that the guy that's sitting and learning day and night, Miss Medrash, and, and now he's changing a diaper, he's considered to be the pastus of what he's doing in his life is a terrible, terrible Yerida. Or until now, he, during that time, he'd be discussing uh, Rabbi Kivego with his Chavusa, and now he's telling this kid, go to sleep, and the kid says, I'm not going to sleep, go to sleep, and I'm not going to sleep. He's having an argument with a little kid. It's a terrible Yerida. It's not Shavas Kiyerida. That exalted, great, supernal delight and pleasure that the Neshama experiences above disappears, for the most part, when it's, when it's thrown into the goof. The Noam Ha'elyon, what kind of Noam Ha'elyon? We're trying as hard as we can to, to have a little bit of Kavana by davening, to have a little bit, a little bit of a thought of Elokuz. So the neshama was the neshama was swimming in in, in God, the neshama was swimming in elokus, and then it sent onto the guf, and through that, and through that um, experience of being thrown into the guf, the neshama loses that great pleasantness of when of when it was when it was delighting in the zivashchim in Hashem's life. Visachdusa begins a miraima. In Shemaim, the Neshama was one, begins a miraima in that hidden place above. Vishashua bemorim uza, bemorim uza. Umalecham avia saichal. And when the Neshama was in Shemaim, before it came into the Gufa, it was delighting above in all of its strength and was eating from the food of, of her father's table, was dining at Hashem's table. That's where the neshama was. 
And now it's in the goof. Now it's in the goof. The Nisham is in the goof. Now calls there, Rabbi Yaakov Moshe takes us back to the beginning. He says, this entire matzev that we're in, calls there garma cheta kodem, the duration of golos, of this long goof, this golos, where we, where we don't feel the noam ha'elyon of being in Yushalayim, in Besamikdish, with Hashem. This matzev, calls there garma cheta kodem, is the result of the chet at the beginning of time. Death is not something that is only experienced when life ends. Death is something that a person experiences countless times while he's alive. Because the Torah says, The consequence of eating from the tree was it says in Pasuk, that on the day that you eat from the tree, on that day you will die. So, of course, the Mepharshim are all pointing out, Odom and Chava ate from the tree, and guess what? They didn't die. So the simple pshat the Ramban explains is that by eating from the tree, we became B'nai Samusa. In other words, we became mortal beings who would eventually die. doesn't mean we would drop dead that second we ate from the tree. But when Odom and Chava ate from the tree, then they were no longer immortal, and then they became... They became human beings who would, who would later on die. That's a simple pshat. It doesn't mean on the day that you eat from the tree you will die then. It means you become human beings who will die, who can die. But it's deeper than that. That's, of course, the pshat. Rabbi Yaakov Moshe says, While still being alive, while the guf is alive, while a person is biologically functioning, he experiences death. The death that takes place is, of course, the golus of the neshama in the guf. The death is that you don't sense the presence of your neshama. At this very moment, at this very moment, we could be sitting here learning Torah and we don't sense anything other than the guf. We don't feel any connection to the neshama. On a certain level, that's, that's death. That's what Golis is. When the Neshama was above, by her father's table, by the Baruch Shalom's table, every single second was, was the chiyas of being with HaKadosh Baruch. When Adam Chava ate from the tree, it doesn't just mean that eventually you'll die. It means that you're going to be dying throughout your life. You're constantly dying. There'll be very few minutes where you'll feel alive. Because being alive means being in contact with that which is beyond this world. It means that it means sensing the presence of the Neshama and Tveikus Basham. So eating from the tree did not only bring ultimate death upon man, or that you and I die when we're 120. We die all the time. We're always dying. We're barely living. We're barely alive. Maybe in the Ila, here and there, there are moments where we are able to eke out a little bit of a, a little bit of what it means to be alive. But otherwise, gambayt haguf kaimia by bechinus misa, bechinus misa. Kibiyom achalchem in Thomas omnam 
If not for the chait of the Eitzadaz, it would not be experienced as a Yerida. It would not, we would not experience, we would not experience the relationship between the Neshama and the Guf as a Yerida. Right now it's experienced as a terrible Yerida. Terrible. Just like Golas is terrible. And the Neshama and the Guf is, is terrible. Terrible. If, if we wouldn't have eaten from the tree, then the Neshama would be in the Guf, because Hashem created Adam. And the Neshama was, of course, infused into the earth, into the dirt, to create Adam. So there would be a living being, but it would be a living being who would not be dying every minute of his life. A living being who would be truly alive. Without experiencing that as a terrible Yerida. Terrible, terrible Yerida. which we experience life as a terrible Yerida. And if one does not experience life that way, it means he's really in trouble. This is a terrible Yerida. If not for the Chait, then Hashemah would be in the Guf. But it wouldn't be experienced as misery. V'ad says, all of that holy pleasantness of the higher world would have accompanied the Neshama in the Guf. The big, beautiful Kabbalah's bottom. And the Neshama would come into the Guf and there'd be Shivas and Tishbachais. And the Guf would be the Guf would be illuminated like it will be by Tchis with the presence of the Neshama. And be a Gewalde Geshidach. And, 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 and the Guf and the Neshama would exist in a state of, in a state of perfection. Of, of symmetry, that's this week, is Teferis, right? Sphere of Teferis. That's Tchis HaMesim. If not for the Chait, the Neshama would, of course, be in the Guf, because the Neshama experiences through the Guf many, 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 many Elias that it couldn't have without the Guf. But it wouldn't be with the misery, with the death, with that constant dying that takes place. As a result of the uncomfortable relationship presently between the Nisham and the Guf. There's an uncomfortable relationship the Nisham has with the Guf. <coughs> and because of that, the Nisham is dying again and again and again. If not for the Chait, Adrabah, Kol Nam Kod Shehelion, Hayim Alavis, and Nisham Baseich HaGuf. All of the beauty of Shemayim. All of the beauty of the world of the neshama would have accompanied the neshama into the guf, would have entered into the guf. No, we don't understand what that means. al yado and the neshama would have been able to achieve that. Aliyah and that Tosefes without the misery of the guf that the guf brings upon us physical life brings upon us that was experienced for a moment at Hasinai Shenemah B'mat 
That was the most amazing moment there ever was. That means the Neshama came into the Guf. The Shechin entered into this world, which is the Tachlis of Dir B'Tachtanim, of the Shechina, of a Shechanti B'Saycham. Vayerid Hashem Alahar Sinai. Those of you who appreciate the magnificent Jerusalem of the Balatanya and Shir Shirim, if you look in the Jerusalem and look at the Torah and Iti Milavanon Kala, Iti Milavanon Tashuri, the Indian of the Neshama descending into the Guf, of the Shechina coming down into this world, it would have been with all of the Noam Ha'elyon, with all of the beauty and all of the glory and all of the Simcha, all of the refinement. And all of the aliyahs that were, that were necessary to take place would have taken place in that context. Because when it says in the Pasuk, Vayevet Hashem al-Har Sinai, Umetargim Unklus, Unklus translates, Vizgali. You know that Unklus is always very, very makbid to translate things in a way where there's nothing physical at all used in, in, in discussing HaKash Baruch. Targum Unklus is very, very makbid. Anything with the anthropomorphism, the targumist goes mamish all the way to the other extreme. Therefore, whenever there'll be a pasuk like Vayevet Hashem, that Hashem came down, so targumist translates that as his galus, isgali, means revealed. It doesn't mean chasasham, anything changed physically. Vayevet Hashem al-Hasinai, targumist translates v'izgali. V'izgali means that, the, that there was his galus of the shechina in this world. But Unklus is telling us, There wasn't any Yerida. Does it mean that that the Shechina experienced some, some terrible Yerida? If his Gale was revealed in this world, had Adam and Chava not eaten from the tree, the Neshama would have been revealed in the Guf. It would have been Vayered in such a way where it wouldn't have meant a Yerida, it would have meant his galus, his galus. Lamashal. I'm using a borrowing a most that's used in all the swarm. Lamashal. You want to teach. You want to teach your son. You have a little kid. He's starting to learn mishnayos, and you love him with all your heart, and you want to teach him the mishnah. So that. That uh, tachlis of teaching the Mishnah requires a vayered on your part, right? Right. That means you have to descend into the mind of the child in order to explain to the child what's the pshat in the Mishnah. So you read it for the father. The father, the father would be learning the whole sugi in the Gemara, or he would be learning something else. In order for him to, in order for him to teach the Mishnah to his son, what's required is vayered, a yirida. That could be experienced as something which is delightful, or something which is painful, both by the father and by the kid, depending upon their relationship, depending upon how it's taught, and so on. 
the ultimate, the ultimate relationship would take place in a way where Vayered is not a Yerida, but it's experienced as his galus. A his galus means that the father is revealing something great to his child. We don't usually experience that with our children. Much of the time that parents spend parenting is experienced as a Yerida for the parent. The kind that I described before, that you're sitting around trying to argue with a kid to go to bed. He's some, he's some three-year-old, and I have, to, I have to have an argument with him for 20 minutes about going to bed. That's a terrible Yerida, that an adult should be having such an argument. It's a ridiculous thing. And it's felt as a terrible Yerida. Vayerit. When you're telling the child how much you love him, and the child and the child is drawn closer to you because of that, then then the, it's not felt as a vayeret; it's felt as v'izgali. It's a revelation of the self to the child. There are different ways it could be experienced. It could be experienced as a yerida, or it could be experienced as a hisgalus. It's always a hisgalus because even when you tell the kid it's time for bed. You're, you're, you're being Megal something to the kid, you're being Megal to him, you've got to get some sleep. But it's experience is a terrible year either. That I'm arguing with some kid about going to sleep. My mother told me I was going to be the God of Lador, and I'm here arguing my whole life with little kids. It's a terrible year either. Terrible, terrible year either. So you experience this, you read it. is telling us when Targum translates, is Gali, it's a Hisgalus. Originally, when the neshama, in that matzav of Adam Harishan Kaidam the presence of the neshama and the guf was in that bechina of a yerid Hashem al Harsinai. It was his godless of the neshama b'seich guf for the tachlis of the aliyah that could be achieved through that for both the neshama and the guf, which, which is not for now. But that was the tachlis. Therefore, the vayerid was the simple pshat. The vayerid was vi, was gali. But as a result of the chait. However that happened, as a result of the chait, the hisgalus is, is with terrible, terrible yuridus. The most bitter yuridus is called death. Death, which takes place throughout life. In other words, when the brilliant father is arguing with this kid about going to bed, that's the level, that's, that's called dying. This is the tachlis. No. I was dragged down into, into, into silliness by this kid. And as a result of that, I'm experiencing a terrible urethra. Not as gallows. Even teaching the kid a mission, if you don't feel like doing it, and, you don't, and, 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 and you're not really into it, it could just be felt as vayerid, vayerid, vayerid. The tachlis is, it's a his gallows. When it says is it a yerida? Of course, it's a yerida. The infinite enters into the finite. Of course, objectively, we're talking about a yerida, but it's a hisgalus, and therefore, it's a hisgalus lamatam ashiyesh lamal, which is the tachlis of creation. And his galus lamata mashiyesh lamata could be with your child also. And his galus lamata mashiyesh lamala. You bring the galus to the child mashiyesh lamala. But when you're not zayicha, when it comes to the etzadas teivera, then everything is experienced in a way of vayered. Vayered, as you read them.
So now he comes back to Golis and Gula. Remember, Gula is the Neshama, and Golis is the Guf. So Rabbi Yaakov says that at the beginning, Golis was assigned to be the Guf of Geula. through which Gula takes place, the medium in this world through which Gula takes place. Kedei lahavi aliyah v'toisefes la'oira shel ha'geula, in order to bring an aliyah and a toisefes to the light of Gula, just as the neshama being sent into the guf is in order to bring a toisefes and an aliyah for the neshama itself. For the Nisham itself, a Tesefis and an Aliyah. Teaching your child the Mishnah was not just meant for that child, it was meant to bring you also a Tesefis and an Aliyah in your life as well. In, when things are going the way they're supposed to be going, it's a Tesefis and an Aliyah. So that's what Golus was assigned with at the beginning to act as the goof of Geula, which would bring a Tesefis and an Aliyah for the light of Geula itself. La'eret Yisrael, that when we would return to Eretz Yisrael, it would be with a Tesefis and an Aliyah. And that Golus would itself, of course Eretz Yisrael is Geula, Eretz Yisrael is the Neshama. Chutz Laaretz is the goof. But that there would be an aliyah. To the, there would be an aliyah to Eretz Yisrael, to the Neshama, as a result of Golas. Let's finish the sentence. It wasn't at the beginning, the original plan is that it wouldn't be a Giron. There wouldn't be any deficiency, anything, any chisarin, any Yerida. There wouldn't be a Giron. Helem, concealment, Hester, the Kedusha Yisrael of Yisrael, to the Kedusha of the Jewish people that has, that has unfortunately taken place in Gaul, is a terrible Hester. And Veretz Yisrael, there wouldn't be any concealment of the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. Elosh Imkol. All the beauty of Eretz Yisrael and all of the greatness of Am Yisrael would have Davke been revealed would be Mizgalim in Golas. Then Am Yisrael is the Neshama and Golas is the Guf. Ideally, initially, it would have been for the. It would have been without a yerida, without vayere. Was lahayitzarich lot says marriage Israel, and and then it would not have been necessary to leave to ever leave marriage Israel. Now, what does that mean? It would not have been necessary to ever leave marriage Israel. Elisha Yisrael Kula, but rather it would have been 
that Ertisel Kula, the whole Oyes Rebimus Kedushas, a Heisenichnesses, Teichagolis. We don't understand what that means. In our brains, it doesn't go. But Ertisel would have entered into Golis. Everything would have been Ertisel. Without eating from the Etzadas Teichera. Everything would have been Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael would have entered into the into Golis. meaning Eretz Yisrael would have lifted up. Eretz Yisrael would have been Mizgala in Golis, just as the Nisham is Mizgala in the Guf, and the Guf would be lifted, and the Nisham would be lifted as well. And Eretz Yisrael would be Mizgala in Chutzlaretz. Mloich al Haaretz Unfortunately, as a result of chait, that caused shagolus There's a separation between golus and gula, just like death means a separation between the neshama and the guf. And now there's a separation between eretzisol and chutzlaretz, and we experience in chutzlaretz terrible, terrible, terrible yiridis, death, over and over and over, a separation between the neshama and the guf. Between Golas and Gula, between between Chutzlaritz and Eretz Yisrael, is our Hevdal Yisaidi Shibin Hagula LeGolas, and this is the fundamental, basic difference between Gula and Golas. Shibagula ain't Shum Evsharus LeYerida. That in Gula there's no such thing as experiencing any Yerida. In Gula there's no such thing as Yerida. Abagolas Yeshna Evsharus LeYerida. But in Golis, there are many, many Yeridas. There's death and misery and suffering. But this itself means that Golis is the body of Gula. Gula is the Neshama. And Chutzlaritz is the Guf and Etzisrael is the Neshama. And because the Guf is vulnerable, and as long as we're in Golis, and as long as the, the Neshama is in Golis and the Guf, there could be Yeridas. But that also means that there could be Aliyas. Because Hashem did not want the Neshama to remain in Shemaim. He sent it into the Guf. And He did not want us to remain in Ejisrael. He sent us to Chostavitz. So Kolzman, that that relationship exists, it means, of course, we could have Yeridas. And we do have Yeridas. But but it means that we can also, and we will, experience unbelievable aliyahs. In the same way, even though the golus is it's doomed to go through tremendous yiridas, the golus is also the cause for unbelievable, unbelievable Aliyah, for unbelievable aliyahs. Yeah, that's it. I'm just wondering what, if, if specifically he's referring to as the Tosefes, the aliyah that Golis allows for Gula. Because, like, in earlier he mentioned that all the exterior things that come along with, you know, post Golis, like, specific event, you know, it's not the essence of, like, the Gula, but it, like, around the people, like, say, yearning. Uh, 
times an overlay, but those aren't the specific, those aren't, those are the extras, those aren't necessarily the set that serve that at least. Like, what, what's he referring to that Gullus brings to the Gula that the Gula itself doesn't bring to? Gullus brings, on the most basic level, Gullus brings um, a Gula to the lowest, lowest elements of creation that don't exist in the state of Gula, don't exist in its soul. Right now, in Washington Heights, in Tavshin A, that's what we're doing right here in this place. We're learning Torah in this place. So the Svarim talk a lot about in some place that far, far from Kedusha, far from Gula, far from Yerushalayim, far from Bishamikdash, that there are Jews that are learning Torah, and they were making brachas, and they were davening. It's a In HSL itself, HSL itself doesn't give light to the darkest extremes of creation. It can't. That's achieved through the aliyah of the experience of Golas. Like what Wittner wrote in Pachet Yitzchak, or taught in Pachet Yitzchak, that, that usually a person who is a saginah, who is incapable of seeing, who is blind, has an uncanny sense of hearing. There are even stories of people who are blind who they, that they can hear insects walking. Because their vision because their vision is lacking, is missing, therefore they perfect their ability to hear. Rav Hudner spoke about that in the context of the Yantiv of Purim as being the only Yantiv that took place in Chutzlarts. Right, it's a chutzlars to get yontif purim. It's a shushan habir. And I've heard spoke about purim as the yontif that enables the Jewish people to hear God's presence when we're not able to see God's presence. That's an aliyah at the sephiris. When there's a certain koach that you that you there's a certain koach that you acquire as a result of the difficulty that you're in. That's a Tosefis. When you meet a Jew from the old generation, you feel that he's something much more than you are. Usually. Not everybody. Some of them are old. They're young fools and they're old fools. But generally, especially when it comes to this person who survived and went through and held on to his amuna, when you meet that person, you might not know why, but you definitely sense there's a Tosefis to you. There's something added there's something more than you. The Bukhachas that he picked up in Golas, that, 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 that in your state of Gula, because you have whatever you need, you don't have those Kachas. In HSL, there's a certain, st- there's a certain, with all of the greatness of HSL, as I explained in the past, Wherever, the, wherever there's Nishama without Guf, wherever there's Gula without Golas, wherever there's Echisel without Chutzlaretz, there's something sterile and empty. There's something missing. What's missing? What's missing is the Nefshah Bahamas. What's missing is the energy of God's presence when it's uncovered, even in things that are disgusting and low. So Rav Hutton was saying that a person who is blind develops an amazing ability to hear 
and that's the Indian of Am Yisrael in Golis and the Yantiv of Purim, where the Bavali is Toshma, come and hear. In Eretz Yisrael is Tochazi, come and see. But in the Zohar Kodesh is right, Tochazi, but in Chutzlar it is Toshma, come and listen. To listen for God is something that we don't have, we didn't have in Eretz Yisrael. To be able to listen for God is something we didn't have. Let me go back to the marshal of a father and a child. Let me some all the future fathers here. As a result of raising children, there are things that you'll be able to hear that you weren't able to hear when you were alone. As a result of being married, you'll be able to hear. There'll be a tosephus. What exactly is that tosephus? Every, in everybody's life is different. But what was described as Vayered, when you got married, it was a Yerid, you left Yeshiva. So Vayered. When it becomes, instead of a Yerid, it's experienced as Vizgali, then it's a life of, of ongoing Aliyahs. But when it's felt as Vayered, and that's all you think about is Vayered, then it's just terrible, terrible death over and over and over again. There are marriages that are like that. The entire generation of the yeshiva world in Eretz Yisrael has been raised, being told billions and billions of times that the world outside is vayered. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. The world outside the Bismarck is vayered. The neshama in the guf is vayered. Golis can only be vayered. The tachlis is it should be vizgali. The true hisgalis of the person is not in the bismedrish. It's when he's in galus. That's just how it is. That's why when you meet Jews who went through a lot of inyanim in life, you sense that there's something greater than yourself. There's a tasefis that you see in these people. Unless you're a narcissist and you can't see tasefis anywhere or anybody. But if you're, if you're a normal human being, when you meet somebody like this, you feel that you're in the presence of somebody who's greater than you. I, you know more Taisis than he does? His Taisis is of a different type than your Taisis, than your Taisis. It's different. It's how do you experience that, that, um, that encounter with somebody who went through difficulties and remained connected to his Amuna despite all the difficulties? He was made into something greater. If Mitzrayim is the Kur Barza, and Hashem has put us to Mitzrayim, it was to make us greater, not to make us smaller. So it's the same thing with every individual. Same thing with a person. It's a Tesefis. It's a Tesefis. It's something that builds, it's something that adds. It's something that transforms a person. Eretz Yisrael without Chutzlaretz, Gula without Gaulus, the Neshama without the Guf, is, not, is missing that Tesefis, the Aliyah, that Hashem Baruch intended when He created the world that it should be Dira Batachtonim, meaning to step out of the Yeshiva. Dira Batachtonim. And how could you be Megala, the world of the Yeshiva, outside of the Yeshiva? By teaching Torah to others. 
by 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 changing things in this world. That's a hisgalus, vizgali. Instead of vayered. So it's the exact same thing when it comes to raising children, being married. Either you experience it every minute as vayered, and then it's like dying a million times over, or you experience it as vizgali, a hisgalus. In which case, you become a greater person. Through raising children, you become a greater person. You're not the self-centered, tiny little person you were before you had a family. Hashem brought you out through that gullus, and He gave you the ability to add something much more to who you are. That's what gullus was meant to be. Of course, it's experienced by most people as Vayered, 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 Vayered. It's all you read this, you read this, you read this. But the Tachlis is Tagamunglis, that Vayered Hashem al Sinai is Vizgali. Hashem is revealed on Har Sinai. Davka, through coming to this world, the kindness of Hashem is revealed, which, it wouldn't, which is not in the world of the Nishamas. Dafka by the Shekhinah being in this physical world, all of the Midas of Hashem, Hashem, Karacham, Mechan, Erech HaPayim, Chesed Emes are revealed by Vayered. So Hashem's book didn't say, I can't believe I'm going through this Yerida. I can't believe this. This is a terrible Yerida. The world is a terrible, disgusting place. It's a disgusting Yerida. It's terrible. Hashem is Mizgal in this world. That's the Tachs of creation. Hashem experiences Kiv Yochel as an Ali for the Shekhinah, not a Yerida for the Shekhinah. But if you're not if you're not in that place of of the truth, so then it's every single thing is always Vayered, Vayered, Vayered. Therefore, a person can't be Masik. Has it possible I should go get a job? If I, the second I get it, the second I go out to work, my life is then Vayered. That's the Vayered begins. That's what all these articles are being written about and everybody's going crazy because because now a lot of the guys in Israel and, and Chutzlars, but much more in Israel, they can't afford that their families are not making it because they're already second-generation Kailo. So no, who's, who, the Yerusha already ran out from the grandparents, the grandkids. So who's paying for all this? So of course they're screaming at the government. The government should pay. The government says, why should we pay? So then everybody say, you're a bunch of Rishon, you should be paying for us. Say so. The government says, we don't believe in this. I don't have to pay for it. I don't believe in it. So now, these, now, all this, now, now there's a huge crisis with the B'nai Taranets Israel because they have to go to work. Many more have to go to work. It's a huge crisis. Because all they've been conditioned to be, all they've been conditioned since the time that they're able to understand anything is that going to work is Vayered, not Vizgali. It's all Vayered. It's about making you into a lower person. Everything about work is to make you lower and lower and lower and lower. So this is a Tzachmanist. They're looking at the world and they see the world as the most disgusting, low place. And everything about post-Yeshiva is Vayered, not Vizgali. And now, and now there's this crisis. The tachlis of creation is vayered Hashem lasina. Is dear betachton? That's the tachlis of creation. Mitzvah will continue next week.